it's Chell. And Josh. And welcome, welcome to, to the Unstuck, Unstuck Institute. Institute. Stuck in a day job you hate? Not sure how to start and grow your own business? The Unstuck Institute podcast is all about helping you take your next step on the road to working for yourself. Hey, hey, Unstuckers. Welcome back to January. Say hey, Josh. Hey, you. <laughs> just the one person out there, not all of you listening, just one. Actually, no, just you. We're in your ears, right? No one else is around you. Yes. Jan, you. Jan, you, Ari. So before I get even more sidetracked, I'd like to introduce that we have a guest on today. His name is Erwin Wills. He's from the Netherlands, so in my time zone. It was very nice having him on. Uh, he is a mindset and business strategist, and his business is called the Millionaire Life Strategy. He has a very interesting background from technical engineering to kind of having this aha moment and becoming an entrepreneur in a completely different world. So we're going to learn a little bit more about him in just a few. But what did you think, Josh? Man, I thought he was great. Um there was a couple moments where I saw your mind be blown uh, <laughs> as my mind was. Um, <laughs> he has some great thoughts about what beliefs are. Uh, it, it's just, it's great. So, uh, and you know, it's fun continuing this theme of being an international podcast with people from all over the world. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I like that. Right. <laughs> yeah. I think this is an awesome reminder, especially for the new year that, mindset is like 90% of it, right? Like if you think it, you can do it. And this just really reinforces that. With no further ado, let's get right into this interview. Well, Erwin, welcome to the show. We'd love to learn a little bit about you and how you got started in this industry. Yeah, well, thanks for having me, Chell and uh, Josh. Um, I started out as a Master of Science in Electrical Engineering back in the 90s, 96, I graduated. Spent about 20 years in corporate world uh, on the edge between business and technology. And five years ago, I uh, made a, some sort of U-turn in my career and started for myself. And now I'm, uh, I'm a tech coach, I'm a mindset coach, and I help my clients to... Uh, to boost themselves in the what business. What inspired that U-turn? Well, I was always thinking that optimizing processes was what I love to do most. You know, just go to a company, see the processes, see how they can be more efficiently and just uh, implement it, see it work and go, uh, go to the next project. And in 2014, I thought to myself, you know, you can optimize a process but if the people that are using the process uh, don't change, the process itself won't change. So how can I get those people to change as well? And I thought about doing a course in uh, NLP, but more than that, NLP was short for neurolinguistic programming and that it had to do with behavioral change. That was like all the information I had. So I looked on the internet, saw some stuff, read it. One of the eBooks I've read was talking about NLP being just a form of hypnosis. And that triggered something with me because I'm a person that is very in control of my own actions and I want to be. And 
I thought that hypnosis, I wouldn't be in control of my own actions. And here was this ebook stating that a training in corporate world is compared with hypnosis. And I didn't get that. So the writer of this ebook challenged me to, to read another ebook. And all presuppositions I had about hypnosis and hypnotherapy were swept off the table. And if something doesn't match with my view of the world, I want to know uh, the reality. So I dug into it, I got interested, and I have two adopted boys. And I thought, you know, I could help my boys with hypnotherapy. And my wife thought the same, and we decided to do the training together. And after the first weekend of training, I was kind of sold, you know, because everything I liked came together. I like to help people, but in a coaching manner. So I'm not telling you what to do, but I'm advising and my clients come up with their own solutions. I'm still optimizing processes, but very complex ones, those of the internal human being. And my work is a challenge. And every person is unique, has its own challenges, its own solutions, its own way of getting there. So each new program, each new client is a new challenge for me, and that keeps it fun. That's fantastic. So it wasn't really like a U-turn. I mean, you're still using some of the components of like, what you've experienced in life and like you've been able to, we call it uh, stacking, right? So like your, your skill stacking. So really that's just kind of like the culmination of all of the skills that you've been able to acquire into essentially your perfect job. It's, it's indeed my perfect uh, job, Tails. Uh, <laughs> but it's, um, I meant to your turn was that if you were to ask me back in 2014, if I would become an entrepreneur, work for myself, and that hypnosis would be one of my core skills, I probably would have laughed at you. <laughs> <laughs> and people that know me from the last five years and get to know me a bit better, and I tell them that I'm a master of science in electrical engineering, and I have a technical background, they're, they're just gazing at me from, who, you? You know, it's <laughs> always fun to see, actually. <laughs> So when you work with your clients, uh, how do you work with them to get uh, the best results of changing their mindset and changing their life? A lot has to do with becoming aware. You know, the first 18 months of my entrepreneurial journey, I worked as a hypnotherapist. I helped my clients overcome all kinds of mental challenges. And I saw a lot of unused potential with my clients. And that's one of the main reasons why I changed my focus towards coaching. And the first thing with my clients as well is make them aware. And actually, I have a very fun um, test. There are actually three tests to make them aware of how they limit themselves. Um, are you ready for it? Yeah. Hit us. The first first. Uh, there are two physical tests and one mental test or challenge, actually. And the first challenge is I want you to raise one of your hands as high as possible and make a mental note how high it is, right? <laughs> That's right. I, I'm so, touching the ceiling, the next, so I know people can't see great, it, great. but that's as far as my hand will yeah, go. You, <laughs> that's great, Josh. Great for you. Now, the second challenge is I want you to reach even higher than that point. I think for Chels, that's that's a real challenge. 
Did you succeed? I can't. I can't go past the ceiling. Yeah. It's the problem. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And now the third challenge, that's a mental challenge. That's why didn't you do that the first time? <laughs> ah. I'm going to I'm going to tell you something. Because... I totally cheated. <laughs> so uh this this exercise that you just put us through that like chell is like why did i do that the first time i heard of this uh a similar thing like two weeks ago uh so it's actually fresh in my memory so at first what i did yeah. which our audience didn't see is i sat down and i reached my hand as hard as, as high as i could but then i thought wait i've heard of this and i stood up <laughs> So the only reason exactly. I uh, successfully did as far as I could possibly go the first time is because I just did this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I saw that Chels didn't know the exercise. So, And a lot of people, they, they replied to me, yeah, but I, had, uh, I knew what point I had to reach and I had to reach higher than that. And I agreed to that. You know, you had a point that... Uh, like a, a marcation point for yourself. But what you did the second time, you could have also done the first time. But you're putting yourself in some sort of frame, and within that frame, you think you're doing the best you can until you're challenged to break out of that frame, and then you see you're much more capable than, than you are, actually. You literally just took me out of my comfort zone. That's crazy. Yeah. And you blew her mind. She's given a like, you blew my mind hand signals. Yeah. So that, that's, that's what I do with my clients as well, you know, to make them aware of how they limit themselves. I had this um, a few weeks ago. I heard this great uh, uh, quote that a belief is just a thought you continue to think. I love that. And that's how it all starts. You know, you get a thought. And if you, let's for instance say, I'm bad at sales. That's a thought. And I'm going to sell my product. And first four, five, six prospects don't convert into a client. So that could confirm my thought that I'm bad at sales. And once that got my focus... I keep repeating it to myself. I'm bad at sales. And before I know it, it becomes a belief that I think that I'm bad at sales. While in my opinion, the best salesmen are children and friends and family. <laughs> and as far as I can remember, everybody has been a child. So it's still in your system. <laughs> That's a great way to put it. <laughs> a child is still in your system. <laughs> Yeah. So you do specialize in helping tech experts boost themselves in their businesses. Why do you uh, why do you specialize in that, and and why do you limit yourself to uh, tech experts as a coach? Yeah. Well, it, it has been a journey for me to define my own niche. And once I got this question from one of the trainers I followed the training with, I looked at all my existing clients, and they were all experts in their own field except on the entrepreneurial part of business, they could, they did, still had cha uh, challenges and they helped them overcome those challenges. So I first pitched that I was transforming experts into entrepreneurs. And then when COVID started, 
I thought, you know, it, it might not be specific enough. And then I saw two big audiences within my clientele who are the uh, coaches and therapists that I've helped and were the technical people I've helped. And because of my background, you know, I have a, by education, I have a technical background. I've worked in uh, tech companies for 20 years that could also build up to my expertise of technical experts because I know what they were they're dealing with. You know, the, if you talk about the, the typical nerd, they're more, uh, they're a bit shy, introvert. They don't like to be in the spotlights. They talk tech a lot. You know, they can't convert their message to client words, you know, in layman terms that their clients understand as well what they're doing. So I understand the language and I can help them with that. And actually, most of it, it's also marketing. Why do people come to you? Because you're an expert in that field. Now you know your client, you know what you're talking about. But if there's somebody that's not a technical expert, I want to get the best out of themselves and they would approach me if I could help them, sure, I can help them. But it's all about marketing, you know? If you know what you're good at, if you're the go-to person in that field, then it's easy for your clients to find you. A hundred percent. And because of my technical background, my working experience in the corporate world and everything I've learned when I started doing hypnotherapy and all the coachings I've got myself, it's all coming together in this, this niche. Skill stacking to the max, guys. Skill stacking <laughs> to the max. That's, I mean, I think that's, that's a really good evolution to see, right? So you're not stuck in one place. Like you were in the corporate world, but it wasn't a good fit for the long term. And even 20 years in, I think you're a perfect example of this to not be scared to make that change or go in a different direction, right? Like there's always opportunity if you can seek it out and if you can find not only your potential, but how you can make this happen, how you can bring all of this together and make it something that you love, you enjoy. And if you can help others doing it, that's even better. Yeah, thank you for that. Uh, if I may, I may mention, one of the books that really made a change, uh, a difference for me was uh, Thinking Grow Rich from Napoleon Hill. And here's one quote, whatever the mind can conceive and believe, it can achieve. And I think I'm proof of that. Now, whatever you can think of, you truly believe in, you can achieve. For me, that's, that's just proof that whatever you set your mind on, you know, you will take the steps to get, to get there. Definitely. Yeah, I think it's like about being proactive. You know, if you can if you can set a goal and intention and go after it, you have uh, all the likelihood of getting it. But if you're just passive and you let society and whatnot dictate to you what your life is going to be, then um, that's what your life is going to be. But obviously, there's there's definitely situations and and people struggle in different ways, but the power of mindset is often overlooked in everyone's situation. So definitely super powerful, super powerful. So what do you say to yourself when you're not feeling like motivated and you feel a little lethargic and you don't, you, you don't know if you want to take the next step, like what does the coach say to the coach 
<laughs> to keep the mindset going forward? Well, I have a few tricks, but I think the best one is to have a coach yourself. Because we, even though you can be the best coach ever, but you don't see your own blind spots. And that's mm -hmm. why they're called blind spots, of course. You know, so if there's a person that keeps you accountable and shows you, uh, show you the, black, the blind spots you have, there's still room to grow. And it, if, you look at, if you look in sports, it's the same, you know. Usain Bolt, the fastest man on earth, he had multiple coaches as well. They couldn't run as fast as he did, but they could get the best out of him. And in sports, it's, it's usual, you know, it, it's, it's common practice to have a coach to get the best out of yourself. So why should it be different in, in business? Yeah, 100%. absolutely. I don't think coaches are utilized broadly enough. And I feel mm -hmm. like it should, I mean, it is becoming more mainstream, especially now with like the virtual world of 2020, but everyone should have a coach, maybe not for every aspect of their life. But I mean, if you're an entrepreneur, a business coach is a great place to start. If you're having trouble in your life, trying to overcome a hump, maybe a life coach or a, transform a transformative coach of some kind is a great place to start. So I a hundred percent agree with that. Yeah, I think, you know, it doesn't have to be a professional coach all the time because uh, you two are working together. You can keep each other accountable for actions you're taking, you know, and if, if one of you fails to take an action or get uh, hit some roadblock or whatever, you know, you can help each other. You can say, okay, well, what happened? You know, how can I help you? How can we make sure the next time we do it better? And professional coaches, they do that all the time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. I texted him just this morning with a question. So we do that all the time. <laughs> I emailed her just last night with a question. <laughs> we are each other's coaches. We do we do help each other see some blind spots anyway. Three questions. One. What is your bucket list travel destination? My bucket list travel destination is still I want to return to Africa to do some safaris. I did it with my wife once, but I have two adopted boys now, I want to do it with family. Very cool. That, that would be an awesome family trip. Two, if you could choose, what would be your last meal? My last meal, that's a hard one, but I think I'll, I'll have a steak with fries and some vegetables. Very Classic. Nice. Keep it balanced <laughs> for your last meal, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and then last, what is your favorite hobby that doesn't make you money? My favorite hobby is spending time with family, walking the dogs, and playing squash. Very nice. All right, Erwin, where can our listeners find you? Yeah, well, they can find me on LinkedIn. And if they want to visit my website to see what I can offer and help them, they can go to millionairelifestrategy.com. And I've created during COVID time, uh, LinkedIn training on how to convert your LinkedIn profile into a sales page because most LinkedIn profiles I see are just online resumes uh, you can make much more use of it. So if your listeners are interested in converting it into a sales page, I'm offering them a 100 euros discount on the training just to appreciate that they're listening to your show and they appreciate my added value. And they can find it on the uh, 
on my website with the coupon code UNSTUCK and they'll get the discount. Awesome. We will link to that in the show notes as well. And for you guys in the States, a hundred euro discounts, like 120 bucks. It's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> it's even better on this side. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks everyone. We really appreciate your time and the knowledge that you've shared with both us and our listeners today. Thanks for having me and uh, have a great day. Thanks, Varian. Happy safariing eventually. Hey, Unstuckers, Chell here. If you know of a busy family who finds it challenging to cook meals at home and often finds themselves going out or ordering in, have them follow the link in the show notes to learn more about how I teach busy families to cook quick and easy meals, even on the busiest of weeknights. The Unstuck Institute podcast is also brought to you by our awesome new life book. Want to get a handle on your life and where you're going? Lack of productivity keeping you down? Download our free workbook to get clear on where you want to go in life and use the Lifebook system to keep yourself on track and be more productive in your life. Download the Unstuck Institute Lifebook today at www.unstuck.institute/lifebook. Remember, it's free. It's time for a recap. 1. A belief is just a thought you continue to think. 2. Are you really raising your hand as high as you can the first time? Three, have a coach to show you and point out your blind spots. And that's a wrap on episode 104. Website and show notes are at www.unstuck.institute. Remember to follow us on Instagram at unstuck.institute. Check out episodes one, two, and three to learn more about the Unstuck Institute, Josh, and me. And if you love our podcast and would like to help us out, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps out the show a lot. If you leave us a five-star written review, you'll be entered in a drawing to win a 30-minute brainstorming coaching sesh with me and Josh. For instructions on how to leave a review, check out our website, unstuck.institute. Talk to you next week when we'll be talking about branding and marketing with guest Sharissa Olivas. But you're putting yourself in some sort of frame, and within that frame, you think you're doing the best you can until you're challenged to break out of that frame, and then you see you're much more capable than, than you are, actually. Should we theme January with like a new year, new start kind of things? January. Yeah. <laughs>